Hey, man, hit me up, Drake, man. I'm waiting. I got to open for you right now. You like fashion. You like to dress yourself, but then you also like to get things customized. Oh, yeah. How you know that? Rest in peace, Virgil. What is the most awkward performance you've ever done in your life? Billy Joe Armstrong just walks into the green room while we were playing beer pong. What did we tell you about running away from the cops? You don't come home first. Nah, I went straight to the crib. <laughs> Do you have, like, a ritual before you go on? Tequila! You just get smacked drunk before you go on? So every day I wake up blessed, and I'm still going to keep going like I was sleeping on Venice Beach, like when I first came out here, I'm gonna act like that same mentality. I want this. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the George Janko Show. Today, we have our very first rapper that I love to listen to. His name is Tyler Yahweh. Um, for those of you guys that don't know who he is, please jump into your musical programming and, and type in his name, and then listen to him, and then become a fan the way that I have. He's very, very bright. He has a lot of energy, and the stories he has to say, he's very vivid. Now, I understand why he's a very successful artist. He knows how to portray and paint out how he feels. Join me on this experience on getting to to know the very talented Tyler Tyler Yahweh. Do you do do you do voices? Like what's your favorite voice? My my favorite voice is right here. <laughs> Today we're on this nice podcast and we're living the best life. Yes. Wow. Could you, you say stories? Could you say welcome back to the George Welcome Jacob? back to the George Welcome Show. Whatever you the say. George <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I'm high. The so George much. Janko Show. Welcome back to the George Janko Show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. So you just came back from the gym, bro. What's your, uh, before we just jump into this, I want to get to know your past, your future, your present, like all that. But before we get into this, you have this energy that everybody here automatically sees and feels. It's very high energy. Thank you, it's, man. I want to, like, it's like, I thought you were going to fucking perform right when I met you. You, like, hopped out of the car. You're like, yo, sorry, I just came back from the gym. <laughs> and I was like, shit, okay, I want to go with you. <laughs> yeah. And where, just, does this, where does this energy come from? I don't know. I'm all, Like, I think my mom, to be honest, she always instilled, like, very good energy and loving energy and just positive and light. Always, like, embraced that into her kids. And uh, I guess that was just instilled into me. What, what, el what else does your mom, like, uh like put on you that you carry with you everywhere you go love man just love every single day and she just beat breast cancer too so oh, it's like amen and that's coming up breast cancer awareness coming up amen. next month and uh, or this month actually in a few a few weeks but um yeah it was a it's just she just gives me happiness every single day and uh i love it you know and i make sure i spread that into the next person every single day well it is we spread it. I, i'm very loved right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank I mean, you the more positivity you have you know on the things that you do in life the more successful they're going to be and i think it's just the best outlook you can bring with you anywhere you're, you're a skater bro you want to play a game skate He'll play a game of skate. Reed is actually it. really. Do you have a skateboard with you? Not with me, but I, uh, I have plenty of skateboards. So where, when did you get into skating? Was it before music? I was like probably like five, six years old, mm. and I, I started off with a, my. I got a rocket power board from Walmart. Wiggity, 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 wiggity. Yeah. <laughs> I got a, a rocket power board, and I learned how to like ollie on that board and pop shove. My first trick was a pop shove it. I could never know how to like ollie, and then I finally figured out how to ollie on that board and then I had a friend put some red bearings in my board and that's from changed everything and someone it was just it just started off like that and then uh, I've been skating my whole life I just love skating it was just the the music and the culture and the lifestyle that came with it it was so amazing and I got I met a lot of friends to this day that are my friends that are pro and it's amazing to see them pro and um 
it's just amazing. It's just it brings the culture together. Do you yeah. think you would have gone pro if you focused up? I was definitely going going towards that way. No way. Yeah, so you're like that. Yeah, I was I was skating contests. What, what's your what's your feeling uh, for Nigel Houston? Is it Nigel? Yeah. yeah, Nigel. He's a beast. I've watched him from like he was a child. Like he he's a like, prodigy. Like he was like how old was he? Like probably nine years old, and he was pro. Really? Like, Damn. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So yeah. you feel like the skating culture kind of got you into music? Oh, for sure. It it. It, like it showed me so much different genres of music and genres like different lifestyles too at that so like i learned metal and a lot of rock music just because of skate videos and like just looking it up like yo who is this this song is going crazy i want to skate to this is making me go crazy yeah. make making me hype i love that so like yeah music definitely it's Big in skateboarding. So if Hip you don't, mind, what rock, do you? All of it. What do you listen to on your like when you're working out? Do you listen to? Music? I don't listen to music actually when I work out. You don't, new, dude. Neither do I. I don't listen to music. You I, listen to meditation stuff? I just no. I just no headphones. I just go in there and just work out and just think and then. Wow. That's that my is so yeah. weird to think about. Think I, about this. So many people work out to your music. That video I showed you, yeah. Tommy Lee. I like we work out to that song like a hundred times. You create music that people could work out to, and then when you walk into the gym, you're like, nah. <laughs> <Silence>. <laughs> nah. Dude, when I get I to the know. gym, my headphones All are my dead. Homies I think I'm weird because I don't be having headphones. I'm like, bro, I don't really need them. I just Do you think it's because you're always wearing headphones for work that you're like, I'm not gonna do it for working out? I just stopped doing it. I just wanted to hear was like I just like hearing the sounds around me and like Oh, he's nosy, bro. Nah, I'm not listening to nobody. I'm not listening, <laughs> I'm not listening to nobody's conversation. It's just like I just feel like it just my thoughts and everything just keeps me on to like I do what feel I wanna, that I feel that do and stuff. So. I put headphones on at the gym with no music just so people don't come up and like, hey, are you using that? Hey, do you want to work? Like, you know, you like talk, yeah. I don't like talking while I'm working out, so I pretend. And it's so funny because they I will not hear them, but I'll be like. You're like, I can hear you right now. That's so funny, though. I was just having this conversation. (laughs) I think it was with Jessica and Simi. We were on a walk, and we were talking about that, like getting to the gym, working out in silence. And apparently it's like, yeah, when you do listen to music while you're working out, it's kind of a cheat because you're giving yourself all this fake serotonin, and you're not getting it from your actual workout. So it's way better to be in your own space yeah. and like creating your own habits, rhythm, you know? your whole rhythm. See, I feel that. Honestly, I definitely feel that. That's good. I like that. I want to. I want to uh, rewind to your to your relationship with your mom. Uh, I read online that she kicked you out of the house. Oh hell yeah. Okay, so okay, this is a cool. This is a cool. I didn't think you guys had like a tight relationship, but I, I want to like peel back the level of like where you were when she was like, "Hey, I need a, I need space. I need you to go learn lessons." Oh no, nah, that's it. Was get the hell out the crib. You gotta go. How <laughs> you old gotta, were you? I was like 15. 15, 15 years 15, old. 16. I was bad though, bro. I was really, I was really disobedient, and I was doing a lot of crazy things, you know, and I had a lot of crazy things in the crib. Okay. So it was definitely deserved, but it taught me how to be a man. And my mom never gave up on me. Like, she always kept in contact, and I'll come by and see her, give her some bread, like, just make sure, like, get a home-cooked meal from her. So it's just, like, still connected with my mom, you know? She just wanted to give you a taste of reality if you keep going yeah, down the path. and I, I literally, it taught me a, a valuable lesson how to become a man. And and where where were you located uh, in Orlando, Florida, and out like well Orlando, yeah. So are you sleeping in like cars or like what are you nah, doing? Nah, nah, like we slept in cars some nights when we were like had to had to sleep in cars, but nah, it was mostly I had a crib, so it was, I'm not gonna really talk about how I got that crib, but fair enough. Yeah, you know. 
I got a crib. I'll, I'll translate to Bell. We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we won't. But so you're in Florida at this point, and then so when was the transition of you're in this crib in Florida, and then you left and came to LA? I was already pursuing a music career like at that time. Like I was in the studio. I was like promoting myself on like all through the streets, doing guerrilla marketing, going to sing to people. Were you passing CDs? It's passing CDs. Getting you were one of those people that are passing get CDs. Do, get donations. I'll get like. Donations. I got a question, bro. Are those CDs blank? Are you, are they fucking with you? Or are they actually music that you've made on those CDs? Oh, it's music that I actually made on those CDs. Damn, we're really missing out when we pass by those people. Because uh, every time I think they're just fucking with me, like there's nothing on it. Nah, but how I used to do it is go up and sing to people, be like, "Yo, this song is on this CD." Can I sing for you? And then it's a donation. If not, I'll just give them the CD. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And at that time, I was in like a, a group at that time, like like a collective. Really? What yeah. was your go-to? What would you sing to them? We had a few songs. Like, we'd just sing it and then really act, like, give them a real performance. Like, they're at, a, at a, like a real show, but right in front of them. And we'll get $20, $50, $100 donations. Five tens, like yeah, whatever, cool. take whatever you have, you know. Yeah. Um, we're okay. What genre was that band, and what caused the split? It was a, it was definitely its own alternative hip hop melodic. Same how my music sounds now. It was just in a group form, to be honest. How would you describe your music to somebody who's never heard your music yet? Uh, uh it's definitely universal. It's uh something that. It's going to be a household name soon. I feel that. And we were talking about that outside. Like my music really, it crosses over to so many different cultures and genres and just touches different people around the world. And it's dope to see that like these people in Africa know know your music. These people in India knows your music. People in Tokyo, like all over these different cultures that like all listen to your music and know your lyrics. It shows you that your music is universal. And that's what I that's how I can explain it. Right. You have a lot of uh, you have a lot of hit songs, bro. And when and, mm-hmm. and just to pause from this interview for those that are listening, if you go down the rabbit hole of his music, you get addicted to your your energy and your songs. Thank you. And I really like you. Just released a song with Chris Brown. Uh, yes, it's doing very. Well. I was just no angels. Uh, City of Dreams. City of Dreams. Yes. See, that's a good. I like No Angels. That's another song. I'm gonna use that <laughs> as a song one day. What? Oh, I'm gonna be. Like, that hey, that's hard. I'm gonna do the ad libs on it. <laughs> yeah. like, uh. um, okay. Yeah, City of Dreams. Cool. But you know what though? Your I have to say, for example, your song Tommy Lee brings back so many memories for us because it was a time when we we have a friend. His name's Tanner Fox. He's actually kind of into skating. He's a scooter. Yeah. He does cool scooter Ooh, tricks. You're gonna get so many. You're gonna get okay, reamed in the comment section for that one. You know Damn. what? What do you call a professional scooter rider? A scooterist? A professional <laughs> scooter. Oh. I just I just watched you dig yourself a hole, take a break, wipe Someone your sweat, and then just keep going. You know what I mean? Just just go to the memories part, babe. We'll we'll, we'll maybe what, cut. Or, I don't care. <laughs> so, anyways, but no, we would be with Tanner all the time, and we'd go down to Temecula, and he had a place where he had like you know BMX riding in his backyard, and that was a song that we blasted all the time. Over, and it brings, like on repeat. Yeah, Man, that's fire. It's yeah. really really. That was one of those songs. I remember like the day I made that song. It just. I felt it like I was I was literally in a, a small studio like I didn't want to really be in like a big studio I was in like a small space had to just just like this Mike my engineer we just blamming the music in this small space and when I came I got a phone call from a, a girl got that phone call I was like you know what 
this is giving me the whole like, you know, I do not need to be talking to this toxic girl right now. And it, her, actually her voice ended up, ended up being up on the song. Oh. And it created this like rock star energy in is me. It, the very it, like, it, like twinkle, it like twinkled in my eye and I freestyled that song right away. Like it probably took me like an hour to make that whole song. Wow. And then one day I'm on tour with Posty and we like he's like, yo, just pull up to my room, my hotel room with the studio equipment. I was like, all right. And we just I just started playing them songs that I had and then I had another open. It was Tommy Lee. We was already jamming it on tour. We were like, damn, should we get who should we get on this? Should I just put another verse? I played it for, for posting and he was like, Bro, keep that on repeat. What's the song called? I was like, Tommy Lee. He's like, Oh, this is perfect. This is insane. What what does that do to your heart knowing that like you're when people go from out of their home into their streets, still chasing their dreams, this is a very small, small percentage of people that uh, could even get to the level that you're at. What does it feel like when he's like, just come to the hotel? And you're like sitting there like, mm -hmm. are you still a fan at heart? Are you like, oh, no, we're acquaintances? Well, we, we, already, we already had a relationship. Like, we already, our friendship and our relationship as, like, family just already grew at that point. We How'd you guys meet? It's crazy. It starts off me getting booked by the owners of Rolling Loud, Matt and Targ. They had these shows called Dopey and T in Orlando, Florida. And I used to open up for all of them. And they were just helping me out, getting my name out there. And um, they booked Posty right when White Iverson blew up. And it was like 25th, the beginning of 2015. Mm. And... Um, yeah, that song just blew up. And he only had like two, three songs at that time. Yeah. And I was the only opener in Orlando to to get to perform. And I performed and I was the only person to be backstage with him. And we were just chilling. This is at the, the, the beginning of his career. Like this is the post Malone we know that's the biggest rock star in the world now. And um, Dre London, which who signed me to his label with Posey, um, was back there, and this is the beginning of his career, too. Mm. And he's like, we're just vibing. I'm the only kid back there, like, that's allowed to be back there. They're like, yeah, that kid, yeah, he, was, he performed very well. And then we end up doing, uh, I ended up doing this song with FKI first. He came to my house, which was a studio house in Orlando at that time. Mad different artists used to pop up. And we recorded this song. It's a song called 444 AM. You can look it up. And that song, like, it was just one of those nostalgic songs probably to this day is like something crazy every time I hear it. And Dre London heard that, and he called us the next day, like, yo, who is this kid? Like, who is this kid? And then kind of, like, left, like, that communication didn't stay there. And then I ended up moving to California that same, like, the end of that year. Mm. And then just figuring out a way. And I met my homie Eli Gold. It's a whole story. I it's love this story. Yeah, like, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Story. Yeah. <laughs> I met Eli Gold, who owns uh, 
he started DGK and Gold Wheels Skateboard. This is when DGK was right on Fairfax. Okay. So I linked up with him on that day. And the first day I moved here, I'm linked up with Eli Gold. And ever since that, we were just like roaming the streets. And he's showing me the studio sessions. He was getting me free clothes. He would let me sleep in his car. Like I didn't have nowhere to really stay. He would always be there. He was just ride or die. To this day, that's my dog. And um, he was like, yo, you know Drake London? I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah, I know Drake London. He's like, yeah, Post Malone. Like, Stevie Williams, they had the house, this and that. It was a whole story. I was like, damn, it's crazy how life is, like, flipping back around. I move out to California, and I meet the, like, the name, like, comes back around. But at that time, I was in a shitty-ass deal. Like, crazy 360. Who put you in there? I'm not going to put his name out there like that. (laughs) No, no, no. But how did you fall into that? Because what I want to do is, like. It was just, like, a lot of, like, a lot of, um. Selling dreams, you know, it was a lot of dreams sold. Was it but like it a, helped, at a mall it, or was it like your performance and somebody came up to you after your performance? Nah, my name was buzzing in Florida, like, and I was doing a lot of shows and I had this song that it was called uh, White Magic. We had this collective called Swamp Posse, which Danny Towers, uh, you know, you ever heard that song Florida Water? I haven't. With, no. uh, Danny, how does it go? How you feel? I feel great with the song with Ski Master Slump God and uh, Little Yachty. You probably heard it before. If yeah. I hear it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, he's part of the whole team, like very rare members only. Um, we had a swamp, it's called Swamp Posse. We had this song called Ma- White Magic, and Bootleg Kev put it on the, the radio and stuff. And uh, this guy heard that. I was like, that song going crazy. And then he started throwing me like different, like big producer beats and stuff. And then this person started following, he got this person to follow me on Instagram. It was like, what the hell? Then when I moved to LA, he linked me up with this person. And then from there, it was just, oh, just pull up to this studio session. That's when I like met French Montana and ASAP Rocky, ended up getting on a song with them. It, the story just goes crazy. But then back to Post Malone, like linked up with Dre London, didn't nothing really happen at that time. And then I got out of that deal finally got out of that deal and then they had a rolling loud and it was a uh, Oakland yeah. where was it Oakland it was somewhere in the bay and um it was the first ro- California rolling loud and I ended up getting on that because I know Matt and Tarek they were my first like they put me on they were like my first managers and stuff shout out to my brothers and um yeah I ended up doing that show it was like a hundred it was probably like I was the first person to go on too it was probably like 200, 300 people out there, not too many people, but I still had it going crazy. Like I was crowd surfing, I was, <laughs> had a mosh pits, I was on somebody's head throwing weed out there. And then my manager, Tess, seen that on Instagram. And it was like popping up on the For You page at that time. And out of nowhere, like he hit me up. I was actually like, I was actually ranting on my, my story. Like, yo man, like, Yo, I got my own man. I don't got no manager. I am not signing nobody because people thought I was signed because I was doing like I was always on shows. I was always getting myself in opportunities. It's because of your energy, bro. <laughs> when people meet you, you're not only talented, but you're good to be around. Yeah, it was just being in the right places at the right time, too. Like. And also you dealt with those times. Great. A lot of people have those times and they fucking blow it by trying to act like something they're not or they fucking do too much or like it, it, but you walk into a room and you're very confident. You could tell when somebody's sincerely confident and somebody's putting on a front. And so I think 
I think God blessed you with a lot of opportunities and you took those opportunities and you made them very fruitful. I'm very proud of you, bro. I appreciate that. And I was just, honestly, I was just like ranting on my Instagram. Like, I ain't got no manager. I ain't got nothing. I'm doing this myself. Tess seen that, I guess. And he hit me up. He's like, yo, at the time, he's like, I'm working with, I'm working on the Post Malone's management team. And we really want to like, like, what's up? Like, what was a song? What song was it that y'all heard that I did? It was like one song I did with uh, uh, Casal. Was it Drugs and Pain? No, that was the first record I heard was Drugs and Pain. Yeah, it was Drugs and Pain. Yeah, like I had the song called Drugs and Pain, and he's like pulled up to the studio. We just started working right away. And then Dre calls me, like, yo, bruv, pull up to the house right now. Don't. You know, this, you, we were about to change your life right now. Don't pull, just pull Are you up right about now. Dr. Dre? No, nah, Dre London. Oh my God! I was like, how the fuck did that even happen? Like, where did he get your number from? <laughs> nah, like he he called me because he already had my phone number, but he called me. He's like, just pull up to the crib. Test just showed me. I already know you, bruv. This and that. So it was like all this, like the whole circle just came all the way back. Like I opened up for Posty. Now Post Malone's manager is calling me. And then Tess linked me up, and then from there, they just showed so much genuine respect for my career, and they taught me so much and put me in so many positions to win. It's just I'll always be just give people my – give them their flowers, you know, because I would never be here for them. And it just – like the days, like, I got cool with Posty was just like – when they started finally bringing me around Post, it was just like – it just instantly. Like, he was like – one day he was like, bro, I really fuck with you, Tyler. And then from that day, it was just, I got to open up for him for shows when people couldn't make it to, like, they needed openers. And then mm. he paid me my first $5,000 $5, a show. Like, wow. I was like, damn, this is really happening right now. So like, surreal. It was, it was so real. Like, and I'm like, all right, this is the, the level that I need to be on. So seeing him perform, it just taught me how to perform arenas. I had to jump right into arenas. It's not like I jumped into, like, or 12,000 cap. I was doing every, I'd done multiple tours in my life, but I had to jump right into arenas, not being signed at all. Like just doing like figuring out how to control that. If you're ready to perform in front of like one person at a beach, with your boy, fully like you're at a live performance. Yeah, I could do it. Bro, that's a lot of balls, bro. I, uh, I that's a lot it. of balls. That I, I could perf- I like. I I just did my homie's birthday. <laughs> it was so awkward. <laughs> 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 I just did my homie's birthday. It was just a bunch of my. They all Korean too, so it was what, like. What is the most awkward performance you've ever done in your life? Did some awkward. I remember I did. A, I opened up for Ghostface Killer <laughs> <Yeah>, in <laughs> San Diego, and uh, I actually, it was it was just a bunch of old hip hop heads. So I was like, I'm this turned up ass kid that does mosh pits and crowd <laughs> serving. I'm yelling on the mic and shit. Like I wasn't yelling on the mic, but it was just uh, you're going off. I, people was really like people. I wasn't getting booed on the stage. People was fucking with it, but. I'm, it was a moment where I felt like they were bored, so I was like, when I say boo, y'all say boo, boo. <laughs> I did it and he beat them to the punch, <laughs> I bro. I beat them to the punch. <laughs> I'm like, everybody started laughing and shit. Yeah, so that's I, so good. 
It was just like, I was, that was the most awkwardest show ever, though, because it was just... But I'm, look how much you're laughing and enjoying your, <laughs> like, your most awkward. That's a fucking blessing, bro. You, I, you enjoyed I did it. it, though. I did it just for a challenge. I just did it for the challenge. So you jump in from doing uh, shows to arenas, and then I watched your performance with, uh, with Post on the Billboard's 2020 I believe it was 2012. Was that AMAs or some shit? Yeah. yeah and I forgot. It was the one with the fireworks and like. That shit was crazy. It was cool, but in my it felt mind. felt like I was on a Call of Duty set. It shit. looked like you were on a Call of Duty <laughs> set. Was it a dream of yours to like perform for the billboards? Honestly, to perform on any awards is a, a dream of mine. You know, that's a crazy opportunity. That's millions of eyes that get to look at you. So. Be honest, it was a dream that came true. Like one of the, I forget. I have to go back and look at that sometimes because you can't forget about the things that you accomplish. Mm. You got to enjoy the fruits of your labor. So, yeah, that was a definitely a dream of mine to be on TV and be at my mom be able to watch that in her living room. Yeah. So and other people calling you like, bro, I seen you on TV, man. Like, yeah. and you never know who watched that performance. Yeah. You know. So. Well, dude, it. It had over 20 million plays on a replay. So, like, 20 million people tuned into a replay that millions and millions and millions and millions of people listen to it. Mm. All I ask you is this. You go from 300 people doing, like, a mosh pit, throwing weed at them, and then you jump into arenas, and then now you're performing for the billboards. Uh, Do you have, like, a ritual before you go go on? Like, is there something that you— (laughs) Tequila! You just get smacked drunk before you go on? Nah, not all the time. Sometimes I might get drunk, and I might puke on stage. Nah, you're you're joking, bro. There's no way you get drunk before a performance. Sometimes. Does that ever, like... I try, like, right now I'm on a cleanse. Right now I'm on a cleanse. I'm not drinking for 30 days. That's good. Well, good for you. I'm not drinking for 30 days, you know. Is that a, is there a reason? You know, I got, you know, we indulge in alcohol a lot, as in us. I don't know about everybody, but. I'm I'm not much of a drinker. I I love smoking. Okay. So that's like my little double-edged. But, you know, we, you know, I'm, the lifestyle is insane. You, every party you go to or invent is tequila, Mm. open bar. You go, I I get booked a lot for clubs, so tequila. Mm. They just pay you tequila? It's tequila. (laughs) (laughs) Not paying me tequila, (laughs) like, it's just. The tequila is just endless. Yeah. yeah. This is like, we're all just borderline alcoholics at this time. But <laughs> honestly, I'm just so hyped to be on stage, bro. I don't get nervous at all. I just like enjoy being, seeing my fans like go so crazy and, and creating new fans too. Like, I don't even care that people don't know who I am, but I'm going to make sure you're jumping. You're going to be a fan by the end of the show. Right, right, right. And that's the, that's the, beauty, the beauty to it all. Sorry, my phone is going crazy over here. No, no, okay. you cool. put it on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> what, what keeps you humble, bro? Like you, you, like you said about the billboards, you got to enjoy your fruit of your labor. Like what keeps you? There's a lot of people that nowhere near where you're at, and they can't even enjoy what they have. But then people will go crazy, and then they don't give a shit, and they just want more, 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 more. So how do you I, get? I guess it because it's not nowhere where I want to be in life. I'm not nowhere where I want to be in my li- life right now. But I'm so blessed that done the things that I've done like and that I still accomplish to this day and I don't know it's just who else would not wake up and be happy for their lives and you look up you have plaques in your room and plaques on you you walk down you see those you'd be surprised bro there's a lot of people that can't see the blessings hey man that's something that they got to work with in themselves and then 
it's a lot of people that go through those depression. I've had those moments where I've really been dark. Like, I don't know if I want to make music or because it's like the whole game in the industry is just mm. so based off of numbers or what TikToks you're doing or all this stuff. But then you have to really come to the fact in your brain that it's about the art. It's about mm. what you like the dream and what you like how far you came to get to this place and what you went through to get to this place. Mm. So every day I wake up blessed and I'm still gonna keep going like it's not like I was sleeping on Venice Beach like when I used when I first came out here. I'm gonna act like that yeah. same mentality. I want this shit. That's amazing. Good for you man. How did you get the uh your name Yahweh? Um it's crazy. I've I I got it at a young age. I changed my name to Tyler Yahweh at like 16. And I was just doing a lot of reading and I found out what Yahweh stands for. And it was the first breath of air that created life. And it was the Yahweh. Yeah. And that's all of our, we always say Yahweh in every breath that we take. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to be fresh in a, a abundance of light. And I want to, we're all a form of God. So I just, kept that and I was like every time you say my name I'm a form of him Tyler Yahweh it's not saying I'm God or anything it's just you just putting respect on yeah, it yeah putting respect I on it I love that and are, are you spiritual uh mentally mentally like I believe in God like I believe there is a God that we all have to believe in something mm -hmm. you know and we all have to have some type of beliefs and I believe in positive energy I believe in love I believe that we're all connected and I feel like we all should be one generation out here not just like so separated and just like hating on each other i really Amen. believe in love you know i love that i love that man okay so i want to tap into how you make music you said you freestyle the the tommy lee and it was it like do you like the for example the chris we'll talk about the chris brown song because mm -hmm. it just came out um do you create something and then go, ooh, I think Breezy would be good on this. Let me send it to him. Or do you create something and then you shop it to see who's good at it? Honestly, it's just, I could be in the studio with that person or I'll just pull up the song and they'd be like, yo, what is that you playing? Like, yo, pull that up right now. Like a story with the Chris Breezy song. Um, I call it Chris, Chris Brown song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, that's my one of my good friends. Like we got cool during the pandemic, I think pulled up we had like a little studio party and stuff and we just instantly kicked it off you know and honestly how it happened was i tweeted that i wanted to do a song with chris brown one day and he just messaged me like yo like a muscle emotion like yo i fuck with your music and he <laughs> said go. i fuck with your music and that was dope i was like damn he's watching like yeah. that's that's fire you know did you grow up listening to him uh of course we all see we all grew up listening to chris brown bro i i uh I used to dance. I used to watch this shit. Like, I went from Michael Jackson. I see you dancing out there. You can actually dance. You can actually dance. Like, I, you can actually dance. Thank you, bro. I know. Like, I dance. So, like, I see you. You can actually dance. A guy who moves his dancer. hips knows when another man can move his hips. He's like, nah, I know you got talent. <laughs> he can, like, spin, spin. <laughs> I took Whoa, it too far. I took it too took far. It way too I'm far. sorry, bro. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> who do you think's a better dancer? Me, you, or Chris? Chris. Well, you didn't even let me finish that question. <laughs> and then me. Wait, hold on. Me, you didn't hear me. Let me just say it all over again. Nah, yeah, I heard you. You don't have to repeat yourself. Are you sure? Yeah, you, you said me, you, or Chris. Yeah. Chris, then me, and I don't know about you. That's I, crazy. I, <laughs> that's can, crazy. He can do some really good spins. Like his spins is can you spin faster than me? Very good. Bro, come on, dog. No, they can't. call me the Tasmanian hey, Assyrian devil. Hey, I, mean, I can spin more than both of you. He can spin faster than me. Bro, I spin so much faster people think I'm a DJ. 
I, I'm gonna give you just like a one quick glimpse, and, hey, and then hey, you tell I me straight you, up. Hey, do you have? Should I show him a clip of me spinning? I'm a spin in real life. That's I how crazy. I bet you I can spin faster than you. No, you can't. I'm a figure skater. Babe, see, we were, we were oh, on to something. I can definitely spin I can spin way faster. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spin for you, and then you honestly tell me. After the podcast, me. we're going to see it. We, I'm going to show you. <laughs> After the podcast, we're going to have a spin. It got me to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, but once I, once I destroy you, I need you to go back to your friend and say, yo, I met the prodigy dancer. His name is George <laughs> Janko. <laughs> I hear a lot of. <coughs> You're gonna hear that when we smoke afterwards. <laughs> okay, so I didn't even know you dance. How come you don't like you don't put on the moves like? I do. The people know I dance. I dance at my shows too. Like when I had, a, I have a song called "She Bad" that I did like a whole like, choreography thing. Yeah, a whole choreography to it. You can look at it. That's actually one of the songs that like, like that put me on. Like that really like started going crazy. You know. Uh, have you performed uh, your song with uh, Chris on Not stage yet? Uh well like clubs we ha I haven't really performed it yet but no but, like stage yeah not stage are you yet. excited to like dance next to him when he's like dancing oh man for sure like the day he invites me out to do that song that's just gonna go crazy we gonna buy I know people have like uh he like Chris Brown there's a lot of people that are like nah he's really really good or like nah they ain't fucking with him but I truly think that Chris Brown when it came to performing I don't think there was anything like him. Still to this day, I think he's one of the best. Uh, I think he's one of the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think Michael Jackson was was like obviously like a legend, but I think Chris is like, and I might get smoked for this. I think Chris is one of the greatest live performers. It's well, it's tell me out, tell me who else is for for like, dancing. I think Usher is also really good at dancing and singing at the same no time. Fizz, Usher get old though, bro. He can't keep up with Chris doing the Well, he's flips. fifty years old. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter. Uh, Usher's, Usher's now is like, yeah, I'm gonna take I a like seat. I like the skating. He could do the skating shit. The, sh the skating shit is fire. When he's doing, oh, the, the, the show he does in Vegas. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's that's fire. But oh, that's cool. I'm, so did you dance when you were younger, like in oh, yes. the living room from watching the TV, or did you go to class? Uh, we used to throw functions. Like we used to throw functions and everything. Yeah, functions. What like, kind of functions? Like like, like break dancing battles. Like, like break dancing, jerking, all types of like d dance styles, crumping. I grew crazy up functions and no like, way, but that's so then, much fun. Yeah, it was super fun. Like I went, I've been dancing my whole life. Have you uh, ever watched like the Jabberwockies? And of like, course, we grew the, the first season of that show was fucking crazy. That was incredible. Bro. You know, that was like life changing for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They put break dancing on MTV. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> Step Up was sick, and then all the other ones got really cheesy. <laughs> all the other guys really cheesy. But they need to bring that back. To be honest, they need to do it the right way. But, yeah, but it's because nothing is like the two thousand. You know what I mean? And I know that's something that you're you really want to bring, you know, music to be like that 2000 era. But nothing is like the early 2000s music, movies, uh, music videos, just everything. That whole hey, vibe. You got to understand we live in a cycle mm -hmm. in life. So things go around like this and things like we're going to get new things that we, we're going to be like, what the what is this? What yeah, is yeah. This? they recreate like, in a different it's, version. They're recreating it. in their own ways. And uh, I just respect I respect whatever going on because the future holds a lot, you know, so. Okay, so you make a song right now. It's the greatest piece of art you've ever created in your life. And you could only choose between one rapper out of Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. I'm going with Kendrick. Really? I'm a Gemini. Dude, the way you answered that was so what different that than I thought. That could you could you give us the direction of where you just went? Why why is it that? Because you're a Gemini. I'm old school Gemini. Is that, is that what he says? Yeah. 
Got you. We're so lame. We're so lame. Oh my God, we're so lame. Wait, but for real. <laughs> you were like, wait. Wait, what's, like, let's, wait let's wait for the jet, the fighter jet. That's a fighter That's a fighter plane. That, that shit sound like you got two propellers. It's like the, you know, the flying show in Huntington Beach, the plane show. Anyways, but, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, speaking of crashing and burning, oh, yeah, well, crash well, well. burn. Uh, okay, but so. I read that you really looked up to Wiz Khalifa and you've done music with Wiz Khalifa. So what was that like? How did that come about? Did you lose your mind? I didn't lose my mind, but it definitely was meant to be. But Wiz was my first concert. One of my first concerts I ever went to, too. How like, old were you? I was probably like 14 like <laughs> i don't know like 14 years old yeah it was a 420 concert <laughs> yeah i was high out of my mind and that did it really inspire you watching him on stage what i was like this is gonna be me one day yeah like i was looking at that like i'm a, this is gonna be me one day i just knew it and just listening to his music it just it was like a blueprint too at the same time because he just started so many different waves of music and styles and he gave real game out too so that that was one thing that i learned from him and um yeah we had when i had high right now the song it was bubbling it was going crazy and um only person i could think of to get on the remix was i was like we just want wiz on this like we need wiz on this and my manager reached out to his like i met wiz before but never really met him it yeah. was just like oh y'all both look alike <laughs> we, 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 like it was to the point he was telling me one day he's like man you know how many times people would be like yo your brother's going crazy right now like, no way like people really thought we were blood brothers and shit like crazy you're it's, like that's a compliment wait, wait did you get upset or do you nah, get upset I don't get upset okay. why would I get upset I probably look like a multiple different artists we all look like so many I get Sway Lee sometimes I get Tyga I be getting so many people I, at this point I'm like I don't even care just y'all call me whatever <laughs> like I'm Tyler Yahweh though what's up man I love that <laughs> um, now, when you got on the track with uh, uh, and you did the music video that you shot actually funny enough the the camera director's name was Logan. Yeah, Logan. He helped on Tommy Lee too. Yes, yeah, so super talented guy. Yeah, that's I met my him dog. when I did my music video, and to to do my music video, he said his team was like, "Look at this video." So I looked at that video before it even came out because it was on his resume. And dude, like when I when I was just kind of excited because I was like, "Oh that, shit, he shot for them!" Like that song cool. was so fun to make, bro. Like when Wiz sent it back, I was like, "Whoa!" Like we was in, I think I was in Boston in the in the bed. Like we had a two day show and like two shows back to back in Boston. My manager calls me. I'm in the bed still, just re ready to go to sound check soon. He calls me. He's like, "Yo, Wiz sent it back." I'm like, "What? For word? Listen <laughs> to it." He had the broken dreams. Uh, like, yeah, uh, he had the broken dreams of melody. melody yeah. too. I was like, "Yo, this is so nostalgic. This is oh. like, it's insane." Because that song, everybody thinks it's a sample in high right now. Yeah. It's not a sample. Those are pure guitars. Mm -hmm. Like, we that's all from scratch, and that's us. And like at the at the time we we're like, but how are we gonna like clear this sample? Like, cause he's literally using their whole cadence right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, is it like, how the hell are we gonna do this? And then it's like a few more shows go by. We have the song. We just like waiting to get off a tour, and we're in Oakland. It was like a few more shows left, and um, Billy Joe Armstrong just walks in the in the green room while we were no playing beer pong. I'm like. 
the fuck is going on? That's Billy Joe Armstrong. This is great. And you Dad. already had the song ready to go. Yeah. This is great. And like Green, like kid you not, like my sister bought me every Green Day album you can think of for Christmas. Like all of like the 50 year anniversary or like not 50 year anniversary, but like 10 year anniversary, 20 year anniversary, like all like Dookie tape, like American, like American idiot tape, everything you could think of. And I've jammed that shit to the, it got scratches on each fucking CD, you know? Yeah. Billy Joe Armstrong walks in the room. I'm like, while I'm playing fucking beer pong, I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> And then I just instantly just started, I just gravitated and started talking and we just ended up chopping it up for like hours, ended up hanging out the whole show. And uh, before we walked out, before Posey went uh, uh, on stage, I was like, bro, I want to show you the song I got with Wiz Khalifa. And he's, he sampled your, uh, your, like your, your cadence on the song. He's like, no way. Let me hear it. Played it for him. And he was like, bro, this is amazing. He loved it off the rip. And I was like, man, I can't wait to work with you one day. He's like, man, we already did. And I was like, whoa. No I was like, all right. So we already did. And I was like, damn, like, all right. He's like, yeah, we're going to link up my manager. We're going to make sure that shit get cleared. Like, cleared the whole record. And end up, they were, we had to shoot the video soon. Like, right when we got off, he had a, they were like, Shoot! They were like dropping their la latest album that they ju they just dropped not too long ago. They were shooting videos for it, and we were just trying to get it in their schedule to get them on get just get him in one scene. Yeah. So he was like, "Yo, what we can do is just, I have a little off time during my video shoot. We could just shoot during y'all could pull up over here, and we could just shoot the video real quick, and then drop me back off over here." That's to love. My video. <laughs> so we ended up shooting a music video while he was shooting a music video, and that's how we got him to drive me in the, the car and then everything. I gotta <laughs> ask, I gotta ask, bro, because I'm a very like uh, emotional human being, so like I like I randomly cry from happiness hearing shit. But from you telling me that your sister used to buy you CDs, where you most likely put it in the car, drive, oh, listen to. I had it on a CD player. I had it on a little radio player. I had all types of CD players, man. <laughs> so like, how do you? What was the feeling of you guys being in the same car jamming? to a song you created that he wants to be a part of it was crazy because we connected during the pandemic for real like because we it was like the pandemic happened we got each other's number and then right after the pandemic happened we just stayed in contact like super stayed in contact and to the point he sent me their new album he's like yo tell me what you think about the album before it dropped like that was even one of those things i was like damn this is this really real like we got Billy Billy Joe Armstrong was the first one, right? And then it was Tommy Lee. Yeah, yeah it was like it was Billy, Tommy Lee before or after. It was after. The, it was after. Billy so you just be writing your future. Yeah, pretty much. That's crazy. <laughs> You're writing this into fruition. It's insane. It's what, insane. Was, what was it like? Um, okay, explain to me the Tommy Lee situation. All right, so the song, like I said, I recorded that in a small room, but I was like, the song was like, living life like a rock star, all the shit. I was going to say something about Tommy Lee. Yeah. Like, I was going to put that in. I was like, nah, it doesn't. I was like, to look at me, that cost a feed. Like, pull up, stretch limousines, all that shit. I was just like, I was going to say Tommy Lee in the hook. Yeah. But I was like, nah, I'm going to just name the song Tommy Lee. Cause it just sounds. This is such a rock star ass song. Like yeah. pulling up, living life like a rock star, pulling up stretch limousines and look at me that cost a fee. Just saying things that were just coming off the top of my brain. It was just, it was just all rock manifesting itself. And uh, 
it was just crazy. We I put Posty on there, and then we were like, yo, can we use the name Tommy Lee? We reached out to some people that we know that reached out to them, and he was so excited. He was like, bro, no way somebody, this rap, because he loves all types of music. Yeah. He's, like, he's so, he's genreless. Like, he listens to everything. He produces music and does everything. And the fact that he was like, no way, like, you use my name? Like, how the hell do you know who I am? And like, You're like, I'm like, no way. <laughs> you reach him back out, and then... Was, you like, know my name? Yeah, then we were a like, lot shit, of them. Like, do you want to play... You want to play drums on the song? He was like, fuck yeah. And no then, way. <laughs> yeah, instantly. He instantly, it was like, like oh, this. Oh, I didn't know he was drums on the song. Yeah, we have a version with him on it. It's him and John Five from, it's John Five's uh, Marilyn Manson's old guitars. And we got him wow. on it. And and his son, uh, Dylan, Dylan actually pr helped produce on it too. Dylan Lee. So that, that's a pretty, that's, but okay. But yeah, it was just like, we went, and then we shot the video, like, at his crib, like, got to chill with him at his crib. It was just, I talked to Tommy a lot. He actually, he sent me a voicemail. I put it on my last, my the latest album I just dropped, Rager Boy. I mean, not Rager Boy, Heart Full of Rage 2. And um, yeah, he just, one day I just wake up to it. Like, cause I call, I called him, I guess he was overseas. And then he, he just sends me a voicemail. I miss your call, bro. Like, uh, it's like two, it's like six o'clock in the morning over here. I'm in London. You can just hear like the, the music in the background and shit. And he's like, yeah, he's just a, he's a random dude, bro. Like he sends me voice messages randomly. <laughs> he got, one day, like the day he got face tats, he called me. He's like, bro, should I get this tatted on my face? I see your y'all face tats. He got the face tat. I'm like, yo, this guy went crazy. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Shout out to Tommy. That's my that's my spirit animal. Who who do you think goes uh, hard when it comes to like raging? Like when you party, who's the who who goes the hardest out of all the people you've worked with? Uh, that's undisclosed. Oh shit. <laughs> what if you what if you say it and then we'll beep play, it? I just said, uh, man, I don't know. I think I'm the one. I'm okay, the rager. fair enough. You I'm just the took the bullet for everyone. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm the rager. Me. <laughs> it's me. Who's the most? Okay, this might, you probably won't want to answer this, but I'm gonna ask it. Who's the most talented when you comes to like their their craft? Like, oh shit, this guy's just like at a whole different level than us. Man, I got a lot of peers that are just insane talented. Like my dog Saint John, for example. I've been in this. Saint John is just, it, I don't know. The way he makes music is just. It's like a fucking a painting, you know, like with his voice and the the frequencies he goes with it and the lyrics he chooses and the stories. It's just amazing, you know, like being in the studio with him was amazing. Um, sheesh, I've been in the studio. Posty, for an example, his voice, like, and his writing skills and he could produce and he's just a, such a genius himself. Did you hear that uh, conspiracy that it's Justin Bieber slowed down or something like that? <laughs> oh, my God. What are you what? talking about? I gotta ask that. You man. don't. You never heard about this? There's always those conspiracy man, videos. Man, get off of YouTube, bro. <laughs> Fine. This is the hard hitting questions that the went, people want to yeah. know about. You went into a YouTube wormhole, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, I'm man? Gonna, I'm gonna ask him that one day. I'm like, I know your voice is speed up, Justin Bieber. No, it's not, man. <laughs> it's, that's Austin Richard Post right there, man. <laughs> Okay, so now that we established that you you went, you came, you you conquered, you wrote into hey, fruition. We're still conquering right no, now, man. That's what I'm saying. We're so still what, going crazy. What, okay, we just is, dropped the album "Heart Full of Rage" too. Go get that shit right now. Let's go. When did that come out? Uh, it was probably been like two months now, two three months. 
About two, three months, right? What? Uh, Heart Full of Rage 2. Uh, August 4th. August 4th, yeah. Oh, yeah, real. But, yeah, like real, but not too far. Two days from my best friend's birthday. That's fire. Let's go. That's fire. And, okay, so you're a Gemini. Gemini. Do you do you feel that? Are you like into that? Like, is that something you ask a girl you're dating? Like, what 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 are you first before we like? Honestly, <laughs> I do not look too into it because I'm just living my life, and I know in my own human, we all have certain characters and traits. All this that we dwell on, I feel like the stars are very important to learn and understand about ourselves, but. I don't really indulge in it as like, I'm a Gemini, so I act like this. No, I'm being myself. And if you clearly don't like how I'm acting, fuck it. I'm still going to be myself regardless. So I stay away from all that horoscope shit when it comes to it. Like, if you a Scorpio and you are Aquarius or whatever it is, like, I'm still going to fuck with you because who you are as a person. Yeah. yeah. There's some people that take that shit way too seriously. Super way too, seriously. I, I, don't even, I don't even answer conversations. Like, what's your horoscope? Uh, it's gone. I'm gone. Very Gemini of you. Super <laughs> Gemini of you. Do you um, enjoy the process of making a music video? Because your music videos are very cool. That's my favorite part. Like really? coming up with the treatment and getting the clothes and the right outfits and the right settings and the right vibes. Like yeah. my last, my favorite, I love shooting this Chris, the Chris Brown video, but my favorite video was the summer vibes video because we were skateboarding. Yeah. And I was with all my friends that I can't, like, when I first moved to California with, I met these, these my homies, Boo yeah. Johnson, Slink, everybody that was skating with us. That's and, the video that we were watching that we're like, this reminds of, yes, of the summer. I, was, yeah. I watched that yeah. and I was like, dude, this is the beginning of it. You're riding your skateboard, then you're jumping on a trampoline. Those are all the things that we would do with Tanner every day listening to Tommy Lee. It's like, fire. this is the whole vibe. It's the whole vibe, you know? And it was just so, like... We just, I just wanted to enjoy a video shoot a whole day, and it was so fun. We, it was a workout because we were skating all day yeah. and stuff, yeah. and it was hot as fuck. <laughs> but we were just enjoying ourselves. We were just smoking, chilling. It wasn't too much going on. It was just such an easy day. We didn't have to do mo million. We didn't. Pretty much the scenes that we were doing is something that we already do on a daily basis. It's kind of like a, an, an, a vlog kind of style because it's like real but it's also like planned out yeah it gave me that that vibe which is really cool um you like you like uh driving i'm starting to notice like from your videos it looks like you like to go fast are you into cars yeah i love cars i try not to drive though because i'm crazy really <laughs> have you ever gone to like vegas and done the tracks nah i wish oh bro oh, i gotta connect yeah. you with these guys oh i'm down oh yeah dude they would know. love I'm to have super you. down i'm i'm trying to go zoom 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 oh yeah they literally yeah. will put all these sports cars in front of you, and you get to choose which one you want from Ferraris, Lamborghinis. Oh, let's to go. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll and it's a you. real track. I'm down. She she likes to talk about this because she beat my time. I did. Hey, I don't like to drive too much because back in my days, I used to have to run for cops. So. <laughs> really? <Have laughs> He's you, like, damn. <laughs> were you ever driving for like, oh, how long were you driving for where you were like driving away from cops? Uh, <laughs> well, how long was yeah, the car Yeah, you got to get away. <laughs> <laughs> You, you gotta, gotta hit going. some roads. You gotta <laughs> hit some roads. You gotta keep it going. Did you ever do motorcycles? Uh, I like I like dirt bikes. I like four wheelers. What about Super Seventy Threes? I want a Harley right now. I like those. You know, type of bikes. Harley does this thing. I I had it. I had a program with them where you could be sponsored by them, and they'll give you your motorcycles. For real? Yeah, I had to give it back. My mom made me give it Yo, back. Hey, don't, 
This guy over here gatekeeping, man. No, I mean, I'm man. giving you the gate. <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> we're, we're going to connect all of this. The cars, the the, the, the hey, Harleys, everything. The Harleys is this. I've I got been you. talking about a Harley, man. I'm an, I haven't talked to them since I gave it back. I almost got on a wreck. Oh, man. And my mom was like, that's it. You're giving back the kids. I don't give shit. And I was like, okay, mom. And then I had to give them back. And they asked me. It was so funny. They're, I had the keys. They're like, yo, we just want to know, like, why? And I go... My mom is one <laughs> And I'm like 30 years old. They're like, your mom. And yeah, I was like, I'm Middle Eastern. And uh, she says, it goes. I don't know. But I'm not going to lie. Did you got to be safe? Yeah, as a kid, my, my stepdad used to give me the pocket rockets and all those. I had a bunch of them. And yeah, I went, like, it was a crazy story in my neighborhood. I'm probably like 13. I'm like, no, nah, I'm probably like nine. Like nine, 10, around that age. And one day I was just going crazy it, like it hits like 40 or 40 50 I'm just going dummy down the, when down kid, the street so fast yeah, yeah, you tell me you're wearing a helmet yeah I had a helmet okay, no, thank I, God. I wasn't wearing one though at the time but you're like I had one I had one but <laughs> I wasn't so wearing funny, it dude. but now nah, I'm going crazy and then a cop sees me like it was like a it was a Longwood Sheriff Department I remember this day and then I see the lights go on. I just keep going. <laughs> going. I'm in my neighborhood, too. So it's like, oh, it's going down. I, I, I got to get straight to the crib. I, I finally get to my house. I run straight into my garage. Boom. I just run into my fucking room and hide, like looking out the window. And yeah. then I hear a knock at the door. I'm like, fuck. And it was a it was a cop knocking. They they were actually laughing. With my really? You were, were nine like, running away. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Yo, he just took us on a high speed chase." <laughs> <laughs> and then I got I got those took, taken away for a whole year. I couldn't get on those no more. That's oh. so funny. What did we tell you about running away from the cops? Nah, I got in trouble. <laughs> you like, don't come home first. You ditch them and then you come home. <laughs> Nah, I went straight to the crib. <laughs> that was- That's so funny. <laughs> What's your dating life now? Like, is have you felt a difference? I don't difference? speak of it. Nah, my dating life. Uh, I'm kind of talking to somebody right now. It's like on and off. I feel that. It's does on does and it off. annoy you that like you're in an industry where you kind of live that rock star lifestyle? But do you want? It's hard, work? man. It's hard. You get like all these women just throw themselves at you sometimes. It's like you know, they're coming from different areas. Like it happens, especially being a a gentleman and being a good person, having a free spirit, being yourself, you naturally attract beautiful women. Like, mm-hmm. it's just something about it. And, you know, I'm, I'm fly, I'm handsome, you know, it happens, man. Come on. <laughs> fly and handsome, but are you monogamous? What? Why are you asking this question right now? <laughs> Your girl hit me up. She wanted me to ask. I don't know. <laughs> nah, nah, it's like, you know, it's, it was just one of those things. Like, I was with my girl for like a year and some change, and, you know, fucked up on some things like just being too just you know being in the mix too much and it kind of get gave rough some feathers up but right yeah. now we just trying to make it work I love it's gonna that. happen you know yeah. do you well, see yourself having kids of course i want to i want to I want like 10, 20 kids. Really? <laughs> I want to. I want to start a family tree. You want to nah, be Nick I don't Cannon? I want twenty kids. I want twenty kids. Oh, okay, I want okay. like two or three. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Three is cool. It's a good number. It's a good number. <laughs> I feel like two or three, and then and then not. But not right now. Not right now. I don't need no. Kids. How old are you right now? I'm twenty eight. Oh, you're chilling. Yeah, I'm chilling for a second. So you're into fashion, or like I nice re- parlay. Man, no. Uh, um, nice parlay. Yeah. yeah. But you like fashion, you like to dress yourself, but then you also like to get things customized. Oh, yeah. How you know that? She I does her research. Yeah, I, I love clothes. Clothes will, like, help me speak. 
like speak my expression how I'm feeling that day totally or what I'm like going through or the emotions I'm feeling I, I use that in all types of expressions mm -hmm. and I just love being fly too getting the compliments from people every yeah. time you pull something out they're like damn I've never seen that before mm. yeah that's the best feeling in being the world being original and yes absolutely that's, it's the best feeling in the world and like eventually <clears throat> I want to be up there with the fashion icons you know yeah. So definitely getting myself to that point. And that's why I'm in the gym, get myself right. I want to start modeling. You look quick, bro. <laughs> you look like you can run. Oh, yeah, I run. Are you I'm, fast? Yeah, I'm, I'm very fast. Oh, we got to race you now. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm very fast. We just raced but, this morning. Yeah, I I, I try to run like two miles a day. Good for you. Yeah, that's try good, to, you know, keep the What keep do you honestly popping. think about this hoodie? That shit sucks. Fair enough. We'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody who bought it, they're like, damn. I'm down. Like, hey, I need one. I got you. I need one. It's going to take a long Church time. Church boy. Yeah. My boy. <laughs> and, and a Syrian, too. It's a little. Well, I'm That's dumb. You, you got your culture on there and everything. I want to dress myself, but also I, I am like, I like to dress for a bargain. I don't like to spend too much. You don't, not, have, you don't have to spend too much to be fly. Mm -hmm. Okay, talk to me about this. Where would you go when you were like... You I can shop anywhere. I can find clothes anywhere. If I see something that I, I'll be on a, an, at a like a, a, a alley of different fabrics and clothing, I'm going to find something that looks fly on me and it's going to look fly. Mm -hmm. I'll put it on and y'all going to be like, damn, that shit actually fit to the point. I don't know if I could wear that, but you can definitely wear that. It's just... You make you never, it work. You just make it work. You know, you can go to the thrift store and still get fly. You oh, can, 100%. You can go on Canal Street in New York and get fly. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you at, you know? Where did you get this uh, expressing yourself uh, uh, energy from? I know you learned a lot from your mom, but, like, you The greats. Like, oh, from, like, okay, other people outside your family. Yeah, like, the Michael Jacksons, the James Browns, the, the Jim Morrisons, and... Uh, the Iggy Pops is like pe people that came up in that era that just painted the way for us, like to be rock stars and to be fashion icons and just express your like Rick James, for an example, mm. too. Like another another one, you know, I just love it so much. And it just I feel like a lot of people who made it to those levels, like the Kanye's and the Pharrell's, like they really expressed themselves by changing the culture of dressing and fashion. And who wouldn't want to be like recipes Virgil? Like that's another person yeah. like that really s spread the wave for all of us. He was great. Come on, like he was so good. You could tell <laughs> when somebody like, and I know this just sounds like really depressing. I'll, I'll move quick on this, but when somebody passes away and you could see what his art did to the world afterwards, you it really put me on him because I didn't know too much about him until he passed. Hey, your body deteriorates, your soul lives forever. Amen. So that's one thing, like passing away or not one thing about it his name is living his frequency is still here and he's here with us you know and his clothes is gonna live forever i love that 100%. who's the highest fashionista out of the rappers that you think asap rocky a lot of people say that really? um I ain't, don't give it no little yachty too right now little yachty is definitely putting that shit on um it's a it's a couple, you know, it's not a lot of people be dressing like looking the same, but like for sure, ASAP, uh, Future puts it on. Little Uzi, you know, like Little Uzi's definitely a little different, like from a lot of people, but he definitely put it put it on. Um, it's not a lot, a lot of people, you know, that 
I'm a, I look up today's style. Yeah. No, but that's cool. And thank you for being honest. You have your own yeah. like vibe, your own taste. Yeah, I go. I I love leathers. You know, I love leathers. I love wearing those shirt and jackets. Oh yeah. And boots. I'm pr- pretty regular, but it just looks fly. When you when you perform, do you have like an outfit already set, or is it kind of like I'll just dress like the day and I'll know what I'm. I don't know wear. how I'm gonna dress. It, it sometimes I want to be comfortable. I might just wear shorts like this on stage and no shoes and no shirt, just sweat. You know, like just pure workout the crowd, you know, and give them a good show. But then I'm gonna be fly. I wanna I wanna put it on and I'm still gonna end up being with no shirt somehow. So it's just like <laughs> just take it off. I try to be as comfortable as possible when I'm when I'm performing for sure. Cool. What's your future looking like right now? My future is um I don't know, to be honest. I'm I'm still I'm writing goals down, some new goals down right now. You know, I'm trying to. Do you believe in um, uh, speaking things into fruition? Everything, everything I speak, I speak highly of, and uh, it usually happens. Like other day, me and my manager were like, "Yeah, we get, we got a the Chris Brown song is doing so well and stuff." We were like, "Yeah, we got to get this to put on, we got to put this on rhythmic radio." The next day, the next day was like, oh, it just hit rhythmic radio. Like no we way. spoke, we spoke that into existence so well. It was like, hey man, thank, we just gotta have that energy. The universe is gonna give it right back to you somehow when you got an open hand out. Frequencies. Mm. Is that why you try to tend to get away from like the negative talk? Because you feel like could that follow you too? Oh, of course. Yeah, I feel that too. And yeah. you could feel it when somebody brings something negative. You could feel immediately. It's like you could feel it. The so, room shifts. It's awkward. Yeah. It, sh- when it, it, sh- it shifts like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like yo, you walk in a room, you're like, ah, oh, I gotta get out of here right now. This mm-hmm. is not my place to be. But that's what that's how I created this whole album. You know, just going through all the motions and different cultures and being around so many different talented beings and on this planet it just gave me that strength and that that manifestation and just like yo keep that going you know never stop give that to the next person that don't understand that you have to have your mental right you have to have your your, your dreams right you have to have every your craft right to get to this 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 position you know and recording this album has been the best moment of my life, and I finally got it out. And with all these crazy features, we got Dej Love, we got Ty Dolla Sign, Chris Brown, we got my dog Tusi on there, and all my homies, all my friends who helped me produce the, the records. Like, shout out to them, and wouldn't be here without them. I love That's that. Incredible. Do Congratulations. You, do you, you see yourself putting somebody else on? Like, because you, you talk I, about how people I have put you an on? artist named Riley Kane right now. He's out here, he's shooting a video. Tomorrow, actually. How'd you find him? Yeah, tomorrow. Um, One of my engineers and my my friend, like he's like my engineer, producer, everything. He's his own artist too, Lucian Parker. He's like, bro, this kid from Milwaukee is fire. He introduced him to my manager Tess, and Tess is like, bro, we need to get, we need to sign this kid. And his music just spoke to me so like. It was just so nostalgic, and the kid is talented. He plays guitar. He records himself, writes amazing music, voices like an angel, and uh, I think he's gonna be a, a very legendary kid in the in the future for sure. Oh, I can't wait to check him out. Hear yeah. what he sounds His like. His name is Riley Kane. Riley Kane. Yeah. Are you That's planning cool. on doing a song with him? Oh, definitely. We already have music, so. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's really cool, bro. Do you have any hobbies that would surprise us? Um. Definitely. Let me think of a, a dope hobby. Um, I like to fish. You like to fish? Yeah. Really? Well, how did like you get into fishing? 
uh, just being a whole family fish. Oh, you're oh, from, okay, Florida. Cool. Yeah, like, from Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to fish. I, I got a lot of weird hobbies that I like to do. Do you cook? <laughs> yeah, I cook. Oh, yeah? Yes, okay, I do I cook. I love cooking. I love cooking. I, I, actually, my friends was doubting me. They're like, you don't know how to cook, man. I'll show you. Like, I'll show <laughs> On my phone died. I'm going to show you, though. Like, I cook a mean soul food. Oh, yeah. like okay. Mac and cheese, yams, collard greens, green beans, like everything you think of. Chick fried chicken, deep fried chicken. Oh, so Thanksgiving steak. is your thing. You're like, you're like sweet potatoes, beans. I'm like this is Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I love cooking, but not nah, just clothes, music, making money, prospering, and just giving y'all some positive love. That's it, man. I love that. Yeah. Um, what is your? I want to talk a little bit more about this album. Because it just came out. Uh, what was your favorite track on the album? I think uh, Stuck is one of my favorite ones. And you should listen to it if you haven't. It's featuring Ty Dolla Sign. And uh, it was just like my birthday. I was going through a breakup. And uh, not really. Yeah, it was a breakup. But it was going through all that. Then I had to turn in my album at the same time. It was just like so. We, it was just so much energy in that song and so much truthfulness in that song it was just dope to get that out of my like system and showing my vulnerability and like not because i really don't really show people that side of me that much and it was amazing to finally get that out there's a lot of uh songs that i that blew up that the artist didn't even want to release <laughs> is there a song that you were like i don't know if i feel this let's just put it out and then it blew up way more than you would ever think it would blow up Mm. Nah, I never had that doubt. So you're just tapped into what you want yeah, to put out. Yeah, like I put the music out. If it like if it catches, it catches, you know, like but it's gonna live. It's gonna have its own frequency. And someone's gonna like this song. Like somebody's gonna want me to perform this song. It's gonna be a filler, whatever it is. It's just I enjoy my music and I enjoy making it. So it's like I'm not making it like I know there was a song like I didn't say I didn't like it, but it was just so it was a song on the album called Will I See You Again. I didn't say I didn't like it, but it was just so advanced. I didn't understand. Like, it was just ahead of my time. But everybody was like, yo, this song is insane. It's big. And I was like, all right, we're going to put it on the album then. Like, if y'all if y'all reacting about it like that, like, let's just do it. Yeah. And it was just so different for me that I made it. I wasn't sure. But I didn't, I knew, I didn't say I didn't like, like, I'm not going to say I don't like nothing I make because that's just... Why am I creating, you know? Yeah. Right. It's going to catch up someday. Like, it always, it always comes around somehow. Is there an artist that you have in mind that you're like, I want to work with him, uh, that you're like kind of like putting on your radar? Mm. Like, for example, I feel like if you did a song with Drake, I think that would go fucking nuts. Who wouldn't want a song with Drake? Hey, yo, Drake, please, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly surprised please, you man. haven't done that nah. yet. Actually, I met Drake. I know, like, I've talked to him multiple times, and he's a very good person. And he's actually very genuine. And the fact that he, every time you see me, he's like, Yahweh, yo, Yahweh, how you been? Like, that shit feels like incredible to know that there's people like that in the, like, that high in the tier that knows who you are. Mm. And you're around their teams, and you're, like, able to be around them and stuff. So that is amazing as hell, and it's a blessing. 
But it's definitely like I can't wait to get to those levels where you're just like, yo, that's a just a phone call away, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you're one soon. call away. Yeah, yeah. it'll happen soon. <laughs> and honestly, a phone call away, you feel? We're speaking this into fruition. I already know that's gonna happen. So though people will circle back to this conversation where they're like, damn, you really said that's that was gonna happen. That song's gonna be so fire too. Your guys' <laughs> voice is so cool to listen to that it, it's like I'm I'm already excited hey, about it. You know it. who I actually really I know this is gonna sound crazy. Who I really want to make a song with is Yeet. Who? Yeet? Yeet and Playboy Cardi. Okay. Oh, I, know I know Playboy, Playboy Cardi. Cardi. Do you know who Yeet is? Yeah. Of course. Man, come on. So come on now. He, there, he's way more cultured than I am. Man, you need to get a, you need to get on to it, Yeet. man. I thought Yeet was what you do when like you don't fuck with him. Like, <laughs> like, that's it. I, I didn't even say that as a joke. That's the fucked up Yeet. part. I did that. Did he did he have that name first before that came out? I doubt it. I don't know. I'm but so shout out curious. To, shout out, shout out to Yeet, man. His shout music out Yeet. crazy. <laughs> Let's go, like, Yeet. Um, do you like Russ? Oh, I love Russ music. Yeah, I love Russ. Russ. Russ's whole marketing, like before, like I've seen his shit pop up on Facebook when, like, he was like a Facebook ad that was going all over the place. It was when mm -hmm. Facebook was cracking, and that shit was like, I think it was losing control. Mm. Uh, out of control is it? That's the yeah, song. That's when that song first came out. I seen that. I was like, his whole SoundCloud like marketing scheme, where everything was just perfect. I was like, dog, this guy's music is incredible. Like, and he's not with a label, right? Or he's independent. He's independent. Sure. Yeah, he's independent. His new sure. album's really good. Would I gotta you check out? that out. I gotta yeah. check that out. Oh, it's so good. And every, I mean, yeah. And I've said this before. And I know it's been done before, but where, you know, every song relays to the next song. But the way that he did it is truly so smooth, where, like, the last 30 seconds of the song is almost like a completely new song. And you don't even realize it while you're listening to it. It's oh, I, so I like good. that. Yeah. I was at Mastro's once, and it was literally just me and my friend. I took him out for his birthday. And there was only one big party there. And as I'm walking, I'm like, oh, shit, that's Russ. And I'm, like, mm -hmm. really excited about it, but I'm not going to bother him because it's Mastro's dinner. And uh, one other couple walked in and one of his boys or something like hollered at her. And then the dude turned around and immediately I go, don't do that. I'm like, you're by yourself. There's like 10 of them. And, and then they just got into it. I swear to God, I pulled the biggest bitch move. I hit underneath the table. Oh, my God. I thought guy. something was going to go crazy and I didn't want to get I'm killed. Def bro. I'm definitely not going out with you, man. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you know how embarrassing that would be if I died because a Russ was beating up somebody? Like, that's fine. I don't want to die. They wouldn't even use my name. They'd be like, Russ got in a fight youtuber died and i'm like fucking put my name stop it <laughs> fucking lose control but bro i had such a pleasure talking to you uh, and getting to know you, you. Uh, yes, thank you so much for coming i'm excited about your new track with drake coming out soon oh stop it i'm telling you it's gonna happen bro and it's coming it's, it's coming. really coming bro hey man hit me up drake man i'm waiting i gotta open for you right now he actually <laughs> listens to this podcast oh shit hard cut hey i swear to god if Drake hits you guys up, because he just call me and let me know. I'm going to take a lap around my neighborhood just running around. <laughs> 100%. Hey, promise me I get to do watched. one ad lib. A little, just say, yeah. <laughs> All right, could you, could you say uh, thanks for watching the George Django show in that, in that cool voice that you had? Thank you for walking. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you for watching the George Django show. Woo! Thank you so much. Check out his new album. The link is in the description. And Heart Full of Rage 2 out right now. Let's go. Thank you guys so much for watching.